Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by Billy Shepard. Billy is an actor, an author, and a coach. She delivers a coaching experience that transforms the way that actors act and business people communicate. Billy has 40 years of acting experience. She has opened two acting academies as well as five acting workshops in four states. She is also the founder of Billy Shepherd and Associates. So we're going to be talking to her about her career and anything else that she wants to talk about, including how she helps actors and business people and her new book. Billy, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm just delighted to meet you and talk with you. Well, I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Why don't you start off by giving everybody a little bit of background about yourself? Well, since the beginning of time, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I left college to go act uh, because I thought more, I thought I knew more than the professors. And I went to a payphone at that time. That's how old I am. And I, I put some money in the payphone and I looked up talent agents and I told them who I was and and they said, come on in. And I left college and started acting and right away got an audition and um, just hit the road doing that. Later, I ended up getting my degree and my graduate degree, but I've been acting a long time. And during that time, my agent came up to me one day and said, I, I noticed how you're working. Do you want to teach an, an acting workshop on Monday night? And I thought, I, I, I've got something, maybe. And I started then teaching and coaching and loved it. And like you said, over the years, I, I ended up uh, helping found two acting academies in Arizona and Texas. And I started my workshops there and in Connecticut. And then 32 years ago, moved to California and started my actor's workshop here. And about 18 years ago, uh, I was asked to coach corporate people here in Silicon Valley. Uh, they were using PowerPoint slides at the time, slowly killing people with PowerPoint slides. And could I help them tell their story? And I started using acting techniques to help speakers in the corporate world tell better stories and be better presenters. And then I'm almost to the end. At uh, when the economy tanked about 2008, 2009, I went upstairs and I told my bill my man, I said, my phone hasn't rung in, in three weeks, and, and I'm going to go back to school and get a get graduate degree. And that's what I did. And they let me prove or disprove, luckily it proved, my theory of coaching, which is getting people in the present moment, and they'll be brilliant 
but that's we can talk about that a little bit the technique and the fundamentals and those techniques to help people so that's what happened <laughs> and a lot along the way well they did say working with you is like a magical experience and see you said your phone hadn't rung in three weeks and look what happened is it <laughs> That's right. That, yeah. Now, now the phone rings. Thank goodness. And, so, and when that was written, everybody would call it magic because of what occurred. But that even more fundamentally proved that when people get relaxed and in the present moment, it, it flows through them. The, the creative energy flows through them. And it's, it's wonderful to watch. Let's talk about what made you think that you knew more than the actors, uh, the uh, professors? What? Oh, uh, an enormous ego, I have to say now. But um, I think it was the reaction when I would get on stage. I knew uh, anecdotally and intrinsically that I had the ability to get to to that place of making people believe what I was doing and to entertain them. And the professors kept talking about fundamentals and history, excuse me, all these really important things. <laughs> and, and I thought that was a waste of time because I, I could just do it. It was ego, I have to say. So let's talk about your acting career. Talk about some of the accomplishments that you've achieved over the 40 years and people that you've worked with and maybe things that you've taken role in or had part in. Oh, thanks for asking. I've, I've had some wonderful experiences. Uh, I did mostly theater because that, that immediate reaction and the immediate laughs and the immediate gasps uh, are, are a wonderful thing to get addicted to but I did do a lot of commercials and I did do some episodic tv I did um, Nash Bridges and we loved Don Johnson in our house because he cast me I've got to say that I learned from experience to transfer and and learn the techniques of presenting a role a character on stage and then transferring that to a camera and then going back from the camera and going back on stage and good acting is good acting you know being authentic and truthful in the moment and all of that is good acting but the techniques it turns out not to jump subjects I'll go I'll go back uh, to, to my acting but the fundamentals are now so valuable for, for all these Zoom meetings because so much of the communication and the presentation work is done in the corporate world on Zoom. And now civilians need to learn how to go from in-person on stage presenting to using the, uh, the benefits of the camera. So we've been teaching a lot of that uh, in, in the business. But I would say, I don't know how I thought of this, but you asked. So I would say one of the biggest influences on my career was working with Alan Arkin. And it started with one improvisation class. And he, of all the coaches I've had, and I've had 
wonderful training and coaches. It never stops as an actor. You're, you're constantly working with a coach either for a role or to learn a new technique. And when I worked with Alan Arkin, he taught me some wonderful things. And we ended up being colleagues, actually. I ended up bringing him in, producing some of his workshops here in California. And then he actually wrote the foreword to my book. And he became a guide in my life because he's wonderful uh, human as well. I don't know if everybody knows Alan Arkin. They can Google him. He's a wonderful Academy Award winning actor and a wonderful person. But he taught me the, the secret, which I always knew in a general way of the power of intention, knowing your goal in a scene or knowing your intention, knowing your goal before you speak, even before you speak to your kids. <laughs> it's important, especially if you have teenagers, to know your intention because they can dance all over you. But he taught me the, the key for me to enliven my work and my truthfulness and my creativity, which was to connect that intention to a strong feeling inside of myself. And I knew this in a technical way all the years that I acted, but he helped me in his general, gentle coaching way to, to experience that and develop that technique of selecting an intention, getting it specific, and then attaching it to a strong feeling. So I don't know if I'm being too esoteric with this, but knowing what the heck your goal is before you talk is uh, crucial. And what else did I do? And then I wrote, no, I'm kidding. What else can we talk about? <laughs> oh, we can talk about your two acting academies and five acting workshops. Tell us the goal of those and who you work with and, and what you guys basically did. Maybe, well, maybe there's some actors out there that'll hit this show and want to join up. Well, the, <laughs> well, the the two acting academies, the first one that I helped found was in Phoenix, Arizona, and it was the Actors Theater. And this is years and years ago. And it started with a wonderful acting coach that, that moved to Phoenix from Chicago, I think it was. Her husband ended up coaching the Phoenix Suns basketball team. So she left uh, Chicago and uh, the Goodman Theater and started an actor's workshop. And to get into her actor's workshop, you had to have experience and you had to be pretty good. You had to audition. So it was a group of us who really knew we had something going. And we started the Actors Theater of Phoenix years ago. I think it's still going on. I haven't been back there in decades. So if anyone's in Phoenix, Arizona, I think it's in Scottsdale now. And it may still be being run uh, by Judy Rawlings and a wonderful actress named Judy LeBeau is very involved with it. And we started this theater and it ended up becoming an equity house uh, for those of you, uh, for those out there listening who are not actors, that's, it became a professional house and um, some really good work was done there, some brilliant work. And many of the actors went on to uh, do great work. And then I, 
started the Billy Shepherd Actors Workshop at San Jose Repertory Theater here and taught there, did my workshop camera and on camera at this equity house for decades. Its doors have now closed and they're using it for other, they're using the venue for other theater productions, not the San Jose Repertory Theater. And my workshop was ongoing. I, I haven't taught actors except on special occasions in about five years. I refer them out to my assistant. I'm busy with corporate, helping corporate people, training them to be good actors. Well, let's talk about your book. Tell us about your book and what the readers can expect to find in the book when they read it. Why, why should somebody get your book and read it? Well, I'm going to start by being honest and tell you, I did not want to write this book. I did not want to. I, I had written a thesis and that, you know, made my brain explode. It was very hard, but I, I wrote a good thesis. I had a lot of help. And it, the people in the corporate world kept saying, you need to write a book. These workshops are terrific. You need to get it down. And I had a former student, J.P. Mark is his name. And I asked him if he, was help, if he would help me because one of his talents is being a ghostwriter. And we collaborated and he helped me get a format so that I could tell the, the story and the structure of how I begin with someone or a group how I work through it with them, the exercises peppered in there are personal stories of people who have used the, the methodology and succeeded. Those personal stories are a great part of why I love to coach. And it's a helpful handbook, so to speak. That includes those stories and what the fundamentals are. The if if I can, I don't know which way to go here. I'll go this way first. When I went back to school, they they let me explore my anecdotal experience of of believing that getting someone in the present moment through technique easy, accessible technique. They will be brilliant when they're performing. Being in the present moment, I anecdotally knew to my bone marrow that that was the difference between a brilliant performance or speech presentation and a really good one because I had done it for so long. I wanted to know empirically if, if I could prove that and the doctors let me examine that. And what we did for the thesis was to get nine international corporate people and another university, not the one I was tending, another university allowed me the space and to bring in the students. And we did a five week program and we did it scientifically and, and with graphs and who improved and everybody had to fill out forms and I didn't want to do all that but my thesis advisor suggested it and it turned out that the methodology does work. When I was working with this 
thesis advisor, there were many times that I, I didn't want to work with her anymore because she was really hard. And I really do have this problem thinking that I know more than people. And finally, after a while, I realized, well, she's the one with the PhD. Maybe I'll listen to her. Okay. And I'm not as, I'm not really obnoxious about it, but that's the fight I have going on in my head. And she said, Billy, we know you and we know your work. And we know that when you're working with someone, you can tell when they're in the present moment and when they're not, and you can get them there. But to make it teachable to another person or another coach and to transfer the learnings, you need to define what goes into the present moment. You need to, are there components that you can recognize? And it took a while, but we finally. I finally nailed it. My, I, my brain was melting, but we finally nailed it. And here are the four components if you're interested. The first one is your body. You have to know what's going on in your body to make sure you're in the present moment. Do, do you need water? Are you, are you thirsty? Is your heart pounding? Are your knees stiff? Do your shoulders ache? How's your posture? You got to know your body. The second thing is voice. And that becomes really important working on Zoom, the voice, the breathing in the voice, modulation, clarity, the use of pauses. The third thing is the ability to improvise because things go wrong on stage or go wrong in a meeting. And the fourth thing is that magical secret of intention. What the heck do you want? What's your goal? So with those components, I was able to apply the exercises and training that I'd been using. So in the book, that's another part of what is discussed. Are those four components and the examples of the exercises that we use to teach people to feel when they're in the present moment? And then once someone knows they're in the present moment or not, they can make the adjustment. And that, that's a powerful addiction because when we're not in the present moment, it feels really uncomfortable. When, when we're not in the present moment, if we're not on intention and we'll have the tools from the training to get back on the present moment. And it can be as simple as taking a sip of water. The the thing that has occurred with the book is that now I need to make another edition <laughs> because this last year, everything has been online, hasn't it? And so new, new techniques that we've developed and new practices to assist people in there's Zoom meetings. So now I'm, there's no escaping it. I'm going to have to write a new edition. Just add it and I'll call JP and he will help me. That's, that's the story to date about the book. Well, let's talk about the founding of Billy Shepherd and Associates. Talk about why you decided to found that and what that's all about. Well, you know what I'm learning talking to you is I ha I've got spunk, 
Curtis, I think that's what it is. I've got tremendous confidence and courage in spite of myself. (laughs) I'll just dive in. I'll just go for it. Corporate people kept asking me for help. And I thought, take this in the right way. I thought, they're their discretionary income is greater than an actor's discretionary income and helping them was equally, if not more rewarding. They were very attentive and they practiced and they worked. Sometimes actors are very talented and they, they don't do the work. Um, Not all the time, but sometimes. And I thought, this is, this is wonderful. I think I'm going to make, a a cottage business out of this in addition to my acting and my modeling and my coaching and I'm going to call it something and I'll get a business license and start advertising and we worked and worked to find a name all these clever names and I have a couple of photographers that I work with that that take you know pictures of me and stuff and the photographer that I learned the longest said it's you it's Billy Shepard. It's you. And it's the other coaches that you, like I have an opera coach that I refer out. I have a computer uh, coach that I refer out. I have an editor that I, I have a, all these associates that I've garnered over the years. And she said, it's Billy Shepard and your associates. And that's what I started calling it. And then, you know, because I've got spunk, <laughs> I... I started picking up the phone and calling companies and saying, do do you have a problem with your PowerPoint presentations? Do you need somebody who's a wonderfully talented person but needs presence training? Do you have somebody who needs leadership training? Um, My associate and assistant for the last 20 years, Mary Mackey, was an international uh, runway model. And... She taught how to dress, how to walk, how to enter a room, how to take your coat off. So we had all of these things to bring to companies. And I just started making calls. And then one day, I'm almost done. I thought, I'm going to call UCSE, the university, and I'll just call the extension because it's near the house and ask them if if they want um, some presentation skills training. And I got the head of the department on the phone. They, they put me through to her, you know, the administration phone operator put me through to her. And I asked her if she needed any presentation skills in any of her classes. And she said, well, yes, come in tomorrow morning and meet me and show me your curriculum. So I stayed up most of the night. I didn't have an academic curriculum and I created a, cre- a curriculum and she hired me and I started teaching classes there. And then Berkeley the extension and and then it just started and and it's a referral because people feel the growth of communicating honestly and and authentically and concisely and clearly and their messages are understood correctly and it saves time and so referrals went on and then oh my gosh now I'm in Facebook and Uber and into it and all these all these companies because of word of mouth and I get to work with just wonderful people. 
Let's talk about any upcoming projects or any current projects that you might be working on that people need to know about. Well, they can know about it, but there's two avenues that I work. If someone is, I'm, I'm always open to coaching privately. And if someone is open to discussing with me and telling me their needs and seeing if we're a fit and I can help them, I get great joy out of helping people privately. We don't do workshops for for groups of people that aren't intra-company. We found that it's a more secure situation to go into a company and they tell us who needs uh, group and then they send the people and, and then we do, we work with groups. For instance, with Facebook right now, I've been, um, I've been at Facebook four or five years t- teaching, working with their groups. And coincidentally, that referral came from uh, the people I work with in Rackspace in Texas. They used to fly me out there And then they went to Facebook and that's how that occurred. Lovely people. Uh, What we're working on now is we've gone through, for instance, the engineering department at Facebook. And now we're developing an advanced workshop for them for the next level of learning how to use the camera, learning how to write a concise and powerful presentation at a much more advanced level. And we're having a great time doing that. And then we're developing uh, a Billy Shepherd boot camp where people can come in and have a two hour boot camp to work on a specific presentation or, or a tough meeting that they've got coming up. And we also do role play to help people. Because uh, once you feel it, you got it. And that's, that's what we're doing. We're adding videos to the LinkedIn site so people can get tips from Billy. And um, gosh, that's what we're doing. We're always developing something new because th- these times, they keep a changing. Well, speaking of LinkedIn, go ahead and throw out your full contact information, your website, your social media links so people can connect with you and keep up with you. Oh, thank you. Uh, My website is billy at billysheppard.com. It's billysheppard.com. Billy at billysheppard.com is my email. But billysheppard.com is my website. And then you can click on that for my IMDB and for the LinkedIn. Go to my website billysheppard.com that works Do that works any? and then they've got the links oh my gosh absolutely have you have any final thoughts before we close it out thank you so much this was a pleasure i i, I kept talking and talking but you are sure a delight i appreciate it Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join me. And I would like to let the listeners know to follow, rate, review, share. After listening to this episode, go to BillyShepherd.com to check out Billy and all that she's up to. 
and Android listeners, go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream. Dream.